This is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Welcome back to another great episode. I'm excited. We have a guest today, uh, Sarah Ripple. And Sarah is a functional movement specialist and precision nutrition certified coach who owns and operates Ripple Effect Fitness in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm great. How are you doing? I am awesome. Baton Rouge, that's great. And she has a background in competitive springboard diving and gymnastics, fitness uh, competitions, triathlon, and most recently powerlifting. So she is a powerful person to have on the phone call today. And Sarah has been working with clients for over two decades. She's been working with groups of people in both indoor and outdoor programs since 2006. Her focus on helping her clients move better and feel better has enabled her to get results in a safe, fun, and efficient manner in both one-on-one and group settings. So we're really excited to have you. And Georgette's on the line also. And um, how about this? Uh, Sarah, if you if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about about yourself. How you, other than the bio, you know that I just read, but what yeah. what is it? How did you get into this to begin with? And uh, and now and and take us from you know your early beginning to where you where you got today. Okay, well, also I'm gonna try to keep it as brief as possible because I tend to ramble. Um, so feel free to cut in if I'm like going off on a tangent or whatever. But in a nutshell, when I was a high school senior, um, I was anorexic. And I started um, running and doing crunches up in my room and just obsessively kind of getting into that exercise aspect of things. So I eventually got my mom convinced that I wanted to be healthy, and she allowed me to join a health club. And that health club turned out to be the first gym that I ever trained clients out of. So what happened was I started out as a member of Body Works, and then basically, like, over the course of some time, like, I was set up by a trainer um, to get used to using the gym and everything, but I essentially, like, learned that I wanted to change for the better, and so that led me to take a job in childcare at that gym because I saw that that was an opportunity to work there. And then I just slowly worked up from child care to front desk to doing sales to becoming like a, we called it floor trainer at the time. So I did intro sessions with clients and then the rest is history. So I started off that way. Um, and then, yeah, like basically that's, that's what got me started. So um, what's great is that I can kind of still see a lot of that, uh, my beginnings as a trainer and as someone who started out in the gym, I still have a tie to that so that when I have new clients come in, I I understand that mentality um, because it's very intimidating, of course, walking into a gym when you don't know what you're doing. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, by the way, I want to ask, whenever I see somebody who has gymnastics or competitive <laughs> springboard diving on their resume, I have to ask you about that. Was that, did you start in an early age and how did, how did you get into that stuff? That's, that's crazy too. Cause I feel like I'm very thankful that I was raised, um, by parents that encouraged me to be physically active and we didn't eat junk food. Um, we played outside a lot. Of course that was in the eighties and it's a different time these days, but, um, I actually started out, um, 
I remember being in kindergarten doing gymnastics for a year, and then my mom put me in dance. So I'd started kind of with dance before gymnastics, went back to dance for a little bit because that's what my best friends were doing at the time. And then around the age of eight was when, I don't know exactly how it happened, but that's when I got into diving and did that until I was um, 10 or 11 and then got back into gymnastics. And I actually quit gymnastics when I was the ripe old age of 15. So, you know, like I still kind of look back and I'm like, if I would have just stayed with gymnastics, where would I have been? You know, but I can't do that. But. Yeah, like, so I had a very active childhood, um, basically, um, with all that, so. Did you think, did, did the discipline help? Or was that, you know, you know there's like, a lot of discipline in it. There is a lot of discipline, and I feel like there's good and bad um, with that, because it can kind of make you a little, um, I don't know the right way to put I, like, borderline OCD about some stuff. Um, you have to be consistent. You have to be meticulous. You have to practice, practice, practice. Um, it's such a technique-based sport, and, um, you know, there's such a mental aspect to it as well. So I think, like, for myself, like, um, you know, maybe that that set me up to kind of be a little bit more um, focused on details of things and that, that kind of stuff. I don't know. But, yeah, the – it, it's a it's a very time consuming sport. <laughs> yeah, you and know? the other question I had was when you got into the gym world and you started mm-hmm. working your way through that and up the ranks, so to speak. When did you? At what point did you decide you wanted to have your own business or go independent or, you know, be a little bit more self sufficient in that way? Yeah. That's a good question there too. So, um, I just in a nutshell, like I. I started working out, like I said earlier, when I was a senior in high school. So that was 1994. Um, that always show my age there, which is fine. I don't have problems with that. Um, but no I, worries on this phone call. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> getting older. Getting older is the best thing. Um, so the job that I took in the child care was in 95. And then that summer I actually got certified. Um, my boss and I and a few uh, coworkers, we went to Denver to get a certification and um, then I started training people. And so I remember 1996 sticks in my head as far as, like, when I had the thought, like, I wanted to have my own studio. And then after that, like, I kind of I've, – I've worked in all sorts of different environments. I mean, chiropractors, uh, personal training studios, big box gyms, this, that, and the other outside, you know, you name it. So I've had a very well-rounded kind of a, of experience. Um, so the having my own studio thing, to me, it wasn't like the mark of, of like, I've made it, like, because I have my own facility, that means that I've reached the top. But it right. was more just being able to have my own place where I kind of was able to do things the way that I wanted to do them. So, yeah. you know, um, but, yeah, like, it, it's 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 a whole other ball of wax when you have your own facility. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> There's a lot of other things you got to think about. Yeah, so. we have a similar, a lot of similarities <laughs> in our background. Which some of the stuff I just learned about you, by the way. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. A lot of it I knew. I've known you for a long time. Sarah mm-hmm. was one of the first. Geez, we were the first ones to put out a fitness boot camp workout book, and it was probably 
when was that? 2000. Golly, 2009? Uh, I think it was a couple years before that. Maybe eight. Weren't you in the first one? We Mm -hmm. did. Yeah. So I'm going to say seven or eight. It's not that far off, but, you know, six, seven or eight, somewhere around there. But that was, um, was in the first Sure Results manual. Mm-hmm. Right? We, I don't even know if you were in any yep. others. Yep. Which I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here in my office, and I have a binder that is, it's massive. It's probably a four or five-inch binder that mm-hmm. I have a label on the side that says the big-ass boot camp binder. <laughs> and I printed out all the sure results result, uh, books, and they're actually in this binder. And, like, I, did, I printed out the first. non yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's great. so that was a long time ago, Jesse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We know each other over ten. You know, it's what, crazy. I don't even want to say it. It's over eleven, twelve years. So you know, <laughs> you have a lot of trainers that when they get ten years, ex- ten years experience, they think they they got it. You know, they got yeah. it all down pat. But I just know Sarah. <laughs> Twelve years. So <laughs> there's a lot of experience on this phone. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Great. And so Sarah, tell tell us about your your Ripple Effect Fitness website, and then also Build and okay. Burn. And okay. and and I I want to know more about what you're working on now too, and what you're excited yeah. about, and and where you see all this going. Okay. Um. Well, basically, my website is Ripple Effect uh, Ripple Effect Fitness dot net. And I've kind of been out of blogging for the past couple of months. I need to get back on that. But I've got a very extensive kind of like database of blog posts that I've written on all sorts of topics, health and fitness related. Um, And I'm actually in the process of getting the website redone. So I'm going to make it a lot. Well, I'm not making it streamlined. My, My dear friend Jeremy, who's the web guru, is doing that. But uh, my vision is to have it have a membership kind of aspect to it where people who are wanting to access more of kind of how I do things or, you know, wanting um, a little bit more in-depth uh, instruction and this, that, and the other can um, have that, you know, and it might be people that can't train with me in person, but they still want part of what, you know, what I'm doing. So. That's being updated and changed. Um, aside from that, I mean, I feel like I'm constantly evolving and changing how I do things as a trainer, which I feel like, I mean, how could you not be doing that? Um, right. You know, like it's a it's a learning experience this whole time. So with the group training that I do, like I feel like I'm, I'm continually making it better and learning how to make my job easier so that I can coach so that I can be a better coach to my clients. So out of that might come, you know, there might be a build and burn volume two. You never know, like, because I feel like I've, I've, since I came out with the build and burn, um, which started in 2013, actually, the, like, beginnings of it, that all began because I was frustrated with um, my group training program not being as, Um, organized as I wanted it to be, like, programming-wise. So I decided to kind of, like, sit down and and systematize how I did things, and as a result, like, it made my clients get better results. While they still had fun, I felt better about things. Um, I could measure the results. And then over time, that has just continued to evolve. So 
Um, and you ran an outdoor boot camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, like, the original Build and Burn was designed on my outdoor group training. So that's right. what's really so cool about Right, so it's not like, too. you know, we, this is not necessarily for, you know, small group. It could be actually mm-hmm. a pretty, pretty big group. And yeah. indoor or outdoor. So, you know, that was interesting. And I like the fit, uh, systematizing mm-hmm. for group training. So how do you think that it compares to some of the things you see posted I, you know, and I've I've done everything, like, I've made all the mistakes that right, you can right, think so of. I. Um, I've done <laughs> things the way that people did them, you know, the, and right. it, it's funny because a lot of the things that I don't do now or I feel like, why did I do that? Right. They, like, they're things that people enjoy doing, but as a trainer, like, I didn't feel like I was delivering the best service. Um, so every now and then, I feel like there's certain things that can be thrown in, like, you know, doing the card game. Or, like, I had this one, like, basically I took my boot camp program from being kind of, like, random workouts every time people showed up. They never knew what they were going to get, which right. people liked, you know. But right. in my right. heart, I knew that wasn't the way that I wanted to do the job. So I kind of right. took it from that, um, you know, where people still got results and were being active in the outdoors. And I learned a lot from all of that, but I took that and basically picked out what was going to provide the best results for people and, like, simplified it tremendously and was able to, to provide a better service. Well, not knowing what – and you probably got better results, and you're – and what did it act? It actually was uh, win-win because mm-hmm. it's not like anybody went home with, uh, you know, <laughs> stuff, you know, mad because they didn't, you know, do. They don't really know what oh, they're no, getting anyway. No. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, it's not like there was, you know, people you were doing like, the mean, winging it. How did they know no. you were winging it? Is the point? They did. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> but they in didn't my know mind, I, I knew. You know, right. like, <laughs> yeah. like I feel yeah. like. It's it's changed, too, because I worked with groups of, like, up to 30 women at a time. Right. Like, there was one point where I had four groups running. I had a 5.30 a.m. and then a 6.30 a.m. group, and then I had a, six, a 5 p.m. and a 6 p.m. group, and each one of them had between 20 and 30 in it. Um, right. Which was, that's not the way that I want to do things. Like, you know, from a if you're just looking in terms of, like, my, making money, right. then that obviously... But um, it's not well, the way that I yeah. wish to do things, you know. So, um, but yeah, you have a good point because people did enjoy it, and they I enjoyed got, it, and they still enjoy you know. it. Is the point? So, <laughs> yeah. So, so they didn't know that, you know, you know, what yeah. they weren't enjoying it because you were winging it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, and honestly, too, like I feel like anything that we do as professionals that's getting people moving, um, in a safe and effective manner. Right. Like, regardless of how you're doing it, as long as, like, you're looking out for people's safety and there's progression and, um, you know, they're having a good time. Right. That's in, that's the bottom line. So I don't want right. to sound like I'm, like, dissing, you know, anyone that might wing it up more than I do. But um, just just me being as obsessive with the details and wanting to see, like, wanting to be able to quantify, like, progress more, I guess you could say. Like, I wanted to be able to look back and say, this is how we did this is how we went from A to B. Um, versus well, it also like, helps when you systematize any kind of thing business-wise because if mm-hmm. you have a system in place, you could sell the business, you could yeah. train other I mean, trainers. 
You yeah, can, like it's like you can take that right. and, and hand it to somebody else. I mean, obviously that's what we did with Right, you can't hang winging it. Yeah. And, you know, um, so. You know, because like the worst thing I can remember was like being up on the night before of a work day and having to come up with new workouts for the next right. morning and like stressing out needlessly. Right. Um, so, yeah. Well, stressing out needlessly, viewing YouTube and sipping a wine, you know, and then <laughs> you'll get your workout for the next day. But yeah, the, you know, you're a fitness professional, and mm-hmm. you and you have a good reputation <laughs> as being a very experienced, you know, fitness pro. That's yeah. You know, and that's not well, you said it didn't sit right with you, and it doesn't sit. Yeah, right with me it didn't. Either. It doesn't sit right with me either. I mean, after a while, now there's no, there's always a time and a place for stuff like yeah. you know, that's going to happen or games and you throw games and I'm definitely not against playing games and you know having challenges or doing something fun but that's not what we're talking about <laughs> right yeah but, I mean it's which is one of the reasons why I you know we've been working for years on build and burn <laughs> yeah not that it took years <laughs> but we, we we've been working on that and you know like we have a private Facebook group for it too so you mm-hmm. can get more of your stuff out there because you're such a perfectionist that mm-hmm. it, you know it allows you to you know put more out there, put different spins on it, go deeper into educating. So yeah. I know it was a it was a. I'm just pleased that you got this product out and that you finally. Well, and I'm yeah. again I'm thankful that you gave me the opportunity to, to be able to get it out there um, because did, did I mean you see it yet, Jess. What's that? Did you have, get a chance to see the Build and Burn? Uh, the uh, the website, yes. Yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, I have a couple more questions, Sarah, if that's yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, just a couple things that, that I think are would be nice to hear from, from your point of view is if you were to uh, talk to, you know, actually what advice would you give new trainers or people that are just getting into the industry? If you oh, If you had to start over <laughs> – you know, and um, and do everything from you know scratch. What were what would be mm-hmm. some keys that you would give somebody? That's an awesome question. Yeah. And I mean, okay, like just that in my mind, like just without getting too far off on another thing. But like when I graduated with my bachelor's degree um, in exercise science, I actually went back a year later as pre med and took the MCAT and like had to study my butt off. But I actually appreciated the entire like learning experience and being a student, which I didn't appreciate when I was an undergrad. Um, so I think like being able to kind of go back and like redo, like for me that was a way of kind of like redoing a lot of like the like half-assed, you know, classwork that I did as an undergrad. And it gave me a huge appreciation for the entire like process of being a student and doing the work and learning. So if I had the opportunity to go back and um, redo things as a fitness professional, I could, like, the first thing that I could honestly say would be to take every opportunity that you have, regardless of, um, you know, just like with me going to do the childcare job, I was able, fortunately, to see that that was a way to get my foot in the door um, and work. I just wanted to work in the gym. So I was able to see that. But then after that, I feel like it took me a long time to fully appreciate the um, just being able to get experience 
because I had this idea that I should be, you know, why am I getting paid minimum wage when this person over here is making this much, you know, and I kind of had a chip on my shoulder that I, because I saw where I wanted to be, but I wasn't willing to like acknowledge that I had to do the work first to get there. Um, So I think just, you know, like you're going to have to scrub toilets. You're going to have to empty trash cans. You're going to have to do the grunt work because you're the beginning trainer. Like I feel like in this day and age, a lot of people think they can just get certified and become famous on social media or whatever (laughs) and get clients. And it doesn't Yeah, work that might that be a millennial way. generation problem. God, it drives me crazy. Like, I mean, I feel like you learn so much from every single opportunity and situation you're placed in. So even if you're working for a boss that you can't stand, that treats you like, a, you know, like a slave and whatever, like you're still getting experience doing your job. And this is another aspect. You're making connections with people, which that's tremendous as a fitness professional because without our connections with people, we wouldn't have clients. So establishing those relationships and seeing people as, you know, allies and allowing you to be able to do your job and being thankful for that, you know? Absolutely. And thank you. What a great answer. Thank you for sharing (laughs) that. That's awesome. Um, And then the other... The other questions I had, you kind of have already, you already talked about this, but I, you know, just for maybe summary purposes, just to summarize, who is the burn, the build and burn program for? Like who, who is like a really good client for that or customer for that uh, program? And then, you know, what does it do for them? Like what are the main benefits for them? Okay. Um. What do you mean, Jeff? Uh, G, do you want to answer that, or do you want me to? Well, no, I mean, it's for trainers. Is that what you meant? It, her problem yeah, but, but, but let's get, you know, I like to, you know, just be specific, just to really call it out make it obvious, because, you know, I mean, okay. I'm not the, cool. the sharpest tack in the box always. So. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go then. Go ahead. Just okay. Um, basically, I mean, it's it's for any fitness professional who works with groups of people, Um this one, like we were saying earlier, it's indoor or outdoor. The equipment that's utilized can be, you can very well use it outside. Um, but basically any fitness professional that's working with groups that wants to have more of a system in place for their training, because um, essentially you can take it and just plug it in and use the programming as it stands. So, and it's been, that was uh, the 16 weeks that's given um, as it is in the program was actually used by myself with my clients as it, you know, as it's laid out. So that can basically be taken and you can use it. Or the cool thing is like in the process of doing all this, I I designed a a spreadsheet to kind of help organize my stuff in laying it all out. And so uh, Georgette and I talked a while back and she was like, let's throw that in as part of it because someone, you know, some people are going to really value that. So the spreadsheet that that comes with the product itself can actually be used to where you can essentially make it, you can erase everything that I put in there and make it all your own. So it's kind of a framework. Right. And it's, it's it's really, that that part there takes it well beyond 16 weeks. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's, right. I had to try to kind of not, like, Georgia numerous times would be like, let's simplify. <laughs> like, I tend to want to take it just a little bit further than what what's really necessary. So there's a lot of things in there that might be excessive for some trainers that might be starting out. Like, you might not need to, to use the drop-down menus to change exercises. You might need to just keep it the way it is and work with that. 
Right. Um, but for someone that wants to change things and might be, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to use kettlebells this day. What can I do in place of a goblet squat? Well, let's let's replace that with this. Like you've got the ability to change things as much as you want. Fantastic. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a great program. Mm-hmm. Regression, yeah. progression, substitution. So, yeah. you know, although we, we marketed it as a done-for-you 16-week program, what I guess we're basically saying is this is really more of a system. So I mm-hmm. kind of tried to, you know, send change the message a little bit because when I was actually looking at it, it's really a group training system. Yeah. Um, but and I mean, the cool thing the solid sixteen weeks. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's I mean, for someone that's familiar with exercising in general, they right. could use it as well. Like, it doesn't have to be a trainer. Like, I know a lot of people um, over the course of the, of the the three so years that this has been in the works, and I've kind of alluded to. Eventually, it's going to be released, but it's taking me forever because I keep changing things. <laughs> I've got um, colleagues and friends uh, just. In addition to the colleagues, but um, Facebook friends and social media friends that I've come to know over the years that have been wanting a copy of their own just so they can use it in the gym uh, and kind of see how I've done things as a fitness professional. So it can be used by by I, I say the savvy fitness um, the savvy exerciser as well, um, and hopefully, like there's so many. I've got all the YouTube loops. Listing uh, links listed for all the video clips of the exercises. There's tons of of things on that end in case someone didn't know, you know, what a certain exercise was. So right. I think it's good for everybody. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <two degrees. laughs> well, we're almost out of time. So Sarah, how does somebody find out more about the Build and Burn program? And then also, you know, what are the best ways to get a hold of you or find out more about you? What What are some websites or social media? Where Where would cool. Where would people go? Right. Okay. Um. Well, I've got my website, which is rippleeffectfitness.net. Okay, and it's R I P P E L um, effectfitness.net. Um. If you Google me, you'll find me. I'm all over the internet without ever having invested any money in advertising, which is funny. Um, yeah. but, um, I've got a bunch of stuff on my, on my website and blog as far as like how I do things as a fitness professional, but also too, I'm on Facebook. Um, ripple effect fitness is my business page. Instagram. My handle is fit pro Sarah. Um, and then, uh, Georgette, like, what we've got a the website listing for the build and burn product itself. Like I know I have a link on my website. Right, um, I have it. It's a smart I have it here for you. I'll tell you. Smartfitproworkouts.com slash build dash n dash burn. Cool. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. But I'll have this up on the blog too, so I'll post a link underneath that, and um, I'll send you that also, Sarah, when it's up on my blog. Okay. We could put it into our uh, private Facebook group because we started that for people who purchased the program, although half of them aren't yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, but, you know, it, it is. she already had wrote another PDF by the time the launch was over and oh. had it uploaded in there. She's, I overdid. you know, <laughs> what can I do? I'll take it another notch further, like, you know. <laughs> Great job. 
Yes, Sarah. Thank you so much for being on on the podcast today. Thank you. Is there any uh, is there any last words or anything else you would want to say uh, to any of our listeners? Oh gosh. Um. Oh, okay. I've got one. Um. Just based on this whole experience of me getting this out there to the public, um, I basically feel like, and this goes for any profession, but as fitness professionals, I feel like. Most of us get into this because we want to help people and, you know, like we want to just train people and we aren't necessarily as savvy about the other aspects like running a business or this, that, and the other. Um, but I feel that if you if you know in your heart that you have something that valid that you want to offer up to the world, so this would be a prime example, the Build right. and Burn program, right. it's, it's, it's almost like it's, it's selfish of you to sit on it and not release it because of, you know, whatever reason. Like, I think I'm a perfectionist, so for a long time I was, like, wanting to make it perfect and felt like it wasn't ready to be released yet or this, that, and the other. And, I mean, like, I'm not going to cuss or anything, but it's BS. Um, To just let that kind of mentality hold you back from putting something out there because the worst that could happen is it doesn't, you know, you might fail or it might flop or whatever, but what if the the alternative happens and what if people are receptive and they actually benefit from what you're putting out there based on what you've been doing. Um, So I think, you know, just if anyone's out there wanting to contribute something that they feel might help other trainers or other people in general with fitness and health related things, um, we've got the opportunity to do that in this day and age. So it's so easy to just get your voice out there and, um, you know, we're all in this together. So it's going to help somebody. Right. Sure, that was the wisdom bomb for the day. <laughs> yeah, it was the wisdom Thank you. bomb. That was very, very <laughs> <Welcome>. good. <laughs> All right, well, this was really great. Thank you again for your yeah, time. And um, I'm gonna, we're going to be wrapping this thing up here, and then uh, it'll be released shortly. So thanks again for being thank on. Thank you, Thank you, you so much, Jesse. Thanks, Gene. Okay, I'll talk to you soon, okay. Seth. Okay. All righty.